You're listening to Extra Innings with your hosts, Ben Spear and Logan Brewer. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Extra Innings. We've got a jam-packed episode with a lot of uh, MLB updates. Um, The trade deadline was this week. A lot of crazy events happened with that. We'll cover that uh, as as well as the Reds and Indians uh, had a big trade and also a Reds fight happened. Um, So we'll get to that. We've got some listeners that call in, give us their uh, opinions about the trade, the deadline, everything crazy that happened, um, as well as an interview with Ashland tight end Ben Fago, also a long snapper or former long snapper. Also a TV, TTV streamer. He is. Ben uh, F513. Ben F513 on Twitch. Um, so we'll get to him. He'll answer some questions, and we'll do some segments with him as well. And as always, we'll answer some sent-in questions at the end. So, Logan, what do you got on the MLB trade deadline? Yeah, so we'll start with some of like the smaller splashes. So we got the Cubs acquired Nick Castellanos from the Tigers, which he's having a good year, so that should bolster their lineup a little bit, help get them back to where they've been in past years. Um, Mets got Marcus Stroman from the Blue Jays, so Stroman's tenure as a Blue Jays over, but... Um, He's headed to the Mets now, which is where he grew up. He was a fan of the Mets growing up, so that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, Ray's got Jesus Aguilar. Jesus. Jesus I, yeah, however you pronounce his name. Um, that's a big bat for them. Um, I, I like that trade. Um, the A's got Tanner Rourke. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think it's a good trade. Um, we got a prospect for him. The Reds did, so... We'll see how the prospect turns out, but as far as trading him, you know, he had his ups and downs, and then, you know, I know you're going to get to the Reds and Indians big trade, but we eventually got Bauer, which I think completes our starting lineup yeah, to look pretty definitely. good. Yeah, so um, Granke to the Astros. Yeah, that is... Uh, that's uh, unfair. Really I'm, unfair. The Astros were already, I mean, one of the top favorites to win the World Series, and now... I don't know who beats them in a seven-game series, honestly. That's just like completing their stellar lineup to dominate teams. Yeah. I, like, I don't know how you can swipe one game from them yeah. when they got you know Verlander and Cole and now him. And yeah, then, and it's not yeah. and they have, like they have five great starting pitchers, and then their lineup is also just disgusting. So Granky's the last Infinity Stone. Yeah, <laughs> they acquired it, so it's game over now. But. Um, the biggest trade, uh, for us at least being Indians and yeah. Reds fans, um, the three-team trade that went down between the Indians, the Reds, and the Padres. So um, just going to break it down. So from the Indians' standpoint, they get rid of Bauer, which this is his last year in his contract, or one more year. So – um, he was probably gone after that anyway. He's basically pay- playing at a premium right now. So, um, Which is sad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's definitely sad as a Tribe fan to see him gone. But um, getting into what they got back, I think it was a really smart trade, both possibly for this year, which we'll get into that, but definitely moving forward because they got Puig, which he might just be a rental for the rest of this year, yeah. but that's a pretty good rental to bring bat. in 22 home runs. Yep. Yeah, batting 250. So and an outfielder, which is kind of a position of weakness for them. Uh, Fran Mel Reyes, that's 
that's the centerpiece of this trade is that people sleep on him they look at Puig and they're like yeah. oh this guy's hilarious and whatnot and he's got a you know hits a lot of home runs but I think Reyes is pretty good key for you guys. Yeah, that's gonna. I think that's what makes or breaks the trade is his projection through the next. They have him on lock through 2024, so um, they're gonna have control over him for a while if he keeps putting up the type of numbers he's putting up this year and even improves from yep. that. He's young, so and then we got some pitching prospects and Logan Allen, which he projects as like a back end starter, so that's always a good pickup. Yeah, and uh, Scott Moss. So um, the Reds set. Uh, Tramel to the Padres. Yep, Red sent Tramel to the Padres, which, you know, I kind of understand because he looked really good in the minors, and it's kind of unfortunate to see him go, but, you know, we've got a bunch of young guys already up with the Reds right now. We've got, you know, Winker, um, we've got uh, Irvin, you know, a bunch of these guys looking really good, and I understand the trade. It's just kind of like, oh, we're trading yeah. one of our big guys. Right. But I think in the end – getting another great pitcher right like yeah you guys' staff is looking good now so it's definitely not for for the rest of this year because we're a couple games back right but. just just a few but i think the cubs or brewers are definitely going to steal it and it's probably safe for us to with that trade and then after uh the season like probably in the winter we'll use some of the money to get uh, i don't know maybe a bigger bat some right. uh, bullpen arms but i like the trade yeah so that's the thing biggest thing especially like smaller market teams you gotta look into the future so for the indians though this year in a middle of a um divisional race like trying to clinch that division over yeah. the twins and chase them down i don't know if this necessarily helps them that much this year i think it will if puig and reyes both continue to hit the way they are i think that's big bats in the lineup so the offense will be better yeah. but um pitching staff wise that's a big hole to fill with bauer which we have we should have kluber coming back it doesn't look like Crasco is probably going to make it back this year and we had salazar coming back but the other yeah. night they just put sent him back to the dl after his start last night um his with a, was off right yeah so he had a apparently had a groin strain so like hopefully that explains why he was topping out at 88 when he normally throws 96 like that's a, a yeah. huge difference. So I don't know if it's if it's that or that. hopefully that's what it is, and hopefully he comes back. But I think if Kluber performs and Salazar comes back or even Pluka or Plezak keep throwing well, then it's a good trade for this year as well. All right, so that's the trade deadline. It's pretty crazy. I think most of it kind of happened besides the Reds trade. And the Indians, um, I think most of it happened right at the deadline, around four. Yeah, the the Granky trade was literally like five minutes before the deadline. Yeah, and it was Twitter was popping off um, for a second, and it kind of happened after four where they started updating everyone. But like I said, the Reds trade kind of happened mid-game while the Reds were playing. <laughs> and here we go. Here's some action. So the Reds and Pirates, we're going to talk about the fight. Um, they've kind of had some history going back and forth since the beginning of the season. Um, basically, uh, Dietrich has been hitting home runs off of them, which Reds fans, you all know that he lately has sucked. But um, he, uh, he used to pimp some home runs off the Pirates, off Archer, off a couple guys. And he did not, or the pitchers did not like that. So he got thrown in a few times. Um, and then... The Reds and Pirates played the other night, and the Pirates threw at him during his pinch at bat in the seventh inning while the Pirates are up uh, like four or five runs, and the Reds did not like that at all. The manager was pissed. It was like this whole situation, but then uh, it kind of slowed down. 
And then later in the game, I think Puig uh, was up to bat, and there was a curveball that was high, like not even close, and they called it a strike. So Red's manager, Bell, comes out, and he gets all pissed off, gets in his face, and I'm sure he mentioned the uh, hit by, or not, the almost hit by pitch on Dietrich to the umpire as well, how he didn't do anything. So they throw him out. He's out of the game. He goes back, and then um, later in the game, uh, Hughes comes in for the Reds, uh, throws a pitch, and easily hits the Pirates guy like it was. Yeah, it was right in the hip. Yeah, wasn't it? had to hurt, and it was definitely intentional. So they threw him out on the spot, and you know that's logical. You know, you would probably, you know, it's just guys backing up their teammates. Even and if it wasn't intentional, like with all the history, you have to throw him out. You have to, yeah, and uh, we understand, and as Reds fans, why he had to go, but. You know, watching that, you're like, yes, you know, screw those guys. But um, later on, I think uh, Amir Garrett comes in, gives up a home run. I think a three-run <laughs> three run, run, three run yeah. homer. And uh, then that's when everything starts getting yeah. getting hot. Well, the funny part was is that, like, it's almost like you could tell. He, like, basically, like, the he coach came out and he basically told him like you got to get someone warmed up because i'm about to go fight these dudes no yeah so he gives up the home run and the reds coach comes out not bell because he's suspended or uh, not suspended he got kicked out and they're like talking to him and you can't tell you can't really read the lips but amir garrett looks fired up he looks like he wants to fight people and these pirates guys are chirping at him they're chirping yeah, like at outside him. of the dugout yeah, out, that's so disrespectful one two like that's just not necessary you guys are up like what i think it was 11, 11 to three, to three at that after point. the home run like there's no like the, you threw at our guy we threw at your guy it's over you know move on you're up big and these guys kept chirping and chirping so amir garrett hands the ball to the pitching coach basically saying i'm about to go beat these mfs and <laughs> Absolutely charges like yeah. he's playing solo versus squads and just charges at the Pirates bench, starts swinging, bench is clear. Um, this whole thing happens, um, and then even better. So Puig starts pushing people around. Uh, he actually pushes Archer on the yeah, ground. Yeah, I was gonna say Chris Archer was yeah. getting destroyed, and he had no part of the fight. He threw him like a rag doll. Like you get Chris Archer who's kind of a small pitcher, and then big old Puig just comes in and chucks him. And then the best part, in my opinion, is uh, David Bell comes trucking out of the uh, clubhouse and just starts pushing. He pushed the uh, Pirates manager, pushed a couple guys. And then a Pirates player or coach, I forget, he gets David Bell on the ground and just starts, like, get him in, like, a headlock or something. I don't know. And, like, our guys were, like, picking him up, and it was crazy. Um, But basically, um, there was a huge fight. Um, they handed out suspensions recently, and I think the most was 10 games. Um, but I think most of the guys appealed it. But it was uh, a lot of crazy stuff. Um, a lot of the Pirates guys, one of the most notable things was one of the Pirates guys, um, Crick, was uh, talking to Puig, and he was like, hey, do something. Like, pointing at him. Like, he's got a guy holding him back, and Puig's right. got like 30 guys holding him back because you cannot tame that man. He's like, hey, go, come do something, do something. So Puig absolutely charges at Crick, and a bunch of guys are trying to hold Puig back, and then Crick, like, doesn't move, and he, like, looks so bad in this situation where he's just, like, sitting behind the pole, basically, like, oh, like, do something, but I'm going to stay here while you just kind of charge at me. Um, but I think winners and losers of the fight, 100% Amir Garrett. Um, he's got balls of steel. 
uh, Puig, David Bell, and then Sonny Gray also kind of helped out uh, with a few of the guys. And then losers, uh, Chris Archer, uh, trampled. Yeah, he yeah. he had a rough time with and that And then fight. Crick as well. But um, I think Reds, no, no, no bias. I think most people think the Reds won that fight. But uh, it was pretty crazy. All right, now let's go to our callers on the line. We're going to have some people call in and give us their thoughts on the whole trade deadline, fight situation, everything. All right, let's get into it. All right, we've got Cody Paternitti on the line. Cody, welcome to the show. What do you think about the Reds and Indians trade? Hey, guys. You know, big fan here. Huge fan, number one fan. Uh, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, clearly because uh, Puig has huge biceps, and I'm all about bringing size to the Indians. Um, in all honesty, I'm actually excited about it. You know, I think they bought in two good guys. You know, like Puig and Reyes, you know, some, some postseason, postseason bats to get that postseason push. Uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. You know, not a little upset about losing Bauer. You know, him and his drone were uh, a central part of the Indians for a while. You know, I was really excited about him. But, um, you know, Bauer landed on his feet. He's going to do great things for the Reds. He's still in Ohio. You know, he showed up to the game last night. You know, he didn't have to travel far to get to Cincinnati, which is pretty cool of him. You know, all around great guy. Hearing up during the video, you know, with him and, you know, sunshine and stuff. It was uh, very emotional, but he'll be all right. You know, I'm excited. Maybe we'll get him back in a few years. You never know. So, yeah. Thanks, Cody, for calling in. All right, our next caller is Conrad Hall, a Reds fan. What do you think about the uh, trade and the fight this week? Hey, Ben, yeah, I think uh, Trevor Bauer, he's a solid arm that really completes the rotation. And I think uh, he said he's looking forward to a fresh start, and that's, like, really all I can ask for as a Reds fan. And if uh, Alex Wood can stay competitive, um, and I think the rotation will really be great this year. Um, I think it's going to be a less fun Reds team, but more competitive. And we need to make a move for a bat or an extra arm in the bullpen in the winter. Um, and they're really just a better team than they were on Tuesday. The fight itself, um, it was pretty exciting. But seeing Puig gone, it's just sad. Uh, all the Reds nation really loved him. Um, and there was actually recently a picture of him in Red Slide uh, taking questions after an Indians game. So I think that's pretty cool. And uh, I'd love to see Puig back in the offseason. All right, thank you, Conrad. Appreciate it. Our next caller is Brennan Hatton. Brennan, what do you think about the trade with the Reds and the Indians? Um, I like the trade. I'm a bit confused as to why they traded uh, Tramel for only a year and then some of Bauer. With Sinzel and Center, I know that made Tramel expendable, but I would have thought they would trade him for a bit more of a controllable player. Um, Puig being a free agent at the end of the season, I'm not too hurt about that, but it's baseball. It's the business side of baseball. Who do you think won, the Reds or the Indians in this trade? Um, well, when you look at like the number of players, it looks like the Indians won, and I think they really filled, like, they checked up all the boxes, everything that they needed, the bullpen pieces, some prospects back for power, that's all they wanted for him. Um, but I'm excited for what the Reds have. I know they're going to have a pretty exciting rotation for the rest of the season, even though they haven't been playing too terribly well as of late. All right. Thank you, Brandon. Thanks for calling in. All right. Our last caller, all the way from Arkansas, uh, you mentioned us on Twitter. His name is Mick Diesel. So, Mick, what do you got on the Reds-Indians trade? Yeah, Diesel Collins from Arkansas, uh, first time caller, long time listener, love the program. I just wanted to call in and talk about uh, that, that Reds 
Indians trade. And I don't, I don't really care much about the trade part of it. But, but what I like is when that young, young Louie, uh, after this man knew he got traded, ran into a little bit of a scuffle there with his teammates. And I, I don't know, I, I just love seeing, seeing players go to war. And I don't know, you might not know this, but there's another man who went to war with his teammates. His name was George Washington. Went to war with his teammates and established this great country. And for that, I am always indebted. But anyway, I think him going to Cleveland, uh, that Yamani, Pujols, uh, him and uh, Cormier Rays from, from San Diego, I think they'll make a great uh, Now we're going to transition to the and interview with former Mason Comet and current Ashland Eagle. Go Eagles. Uh, well, all right. Ben Fago, Thank you, Nick. The tight end. Appreciate the Welcome, call. man. Hey, thanks for having me. I've been a big fan of the past couple shows. Love it, love yeah, it. Yeah, love um, to hear that. So, where should we start with? Should we start with uh, this or that? You want to just do your questions? Um, Let's go this or that first. Yeah, I'm done. All right, Fago. So, if you don't know this, this or that is a segment we do. And I'm basically going to give you two options. And there's seven total prompts or questions, I guess. And you have to pick it as fast as you can. Are you ready? All right, let's do it. Hulu or Netflix? Hulu. Dogs or cats? Cats. Cake or pie? What would I Cake or pie? Cake. Big party or small gathering? Small gathering. Glasses or contacts? Glasses. Nice car, nice home? Nice home. Couch or recliner? Recliner. All right, not bad. All right, I respect that. Yeah, I don't know why good. the heck I picked cats. But yeah, you know, I, I was like, I, you I just don't strike me as a cats type of yeah, guy. If, if you had a time, you probably would have beat the last guest. Because you were going pretty quick. I was trying to go quick, but yeah, I, I'm not confident. I don't know, managers. Balt rattled him off, too. Yeah, though. Balt did. He, I think he was more ready for him because yeah. I, to, yeah, I told him that he would be expecting it. Fago right. just kind of came in blind, but yeah. that was not bad. Yeah, so um, let's go to get some questions. Um, I guess I'll start. Uh, my first question for you is: What was the transition like from playing, you know, high school football to college football? Was there something big, small? Like, what was the difference? Well, as you know, we went to a gigantic high school. Yeah, um, yeah we did. So our team size was obviously huge. Um, I think it was a lot easier for me uh, compared to these other kids that come in from their really small uh, Division Six high school yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, they're just not expecting this kind of big performance, big, uh, big team, a lot of competition, a lot of depth at each position. So, I mean, from that standpoint, uh, the transition wasn't too hard. Of course, uh, college sports, everyone's better. Uh everything's more efficient practice wise so. a lot of competition yeah yeah so i wouldn't yeah the transition i definitely a lot different a lot better talent a lot better competition but yeah i think i was more think prepared more prepared yeah. than other people at least yeah. what do you think the team size was like compared to mason is it is it similar uh we're a little larger but yeah, yeah definitely it's, similar it's probably crazy, about yeah. as close a high school team can mm-hmm. get yeah to, not yeah, many high school teams team. have over 100 players yeah. on and a lot of sophomores on the sideline right now. <laughs> all right look what we got all right, so I'm from Ashland. Fago currently goes to Ashland University. So I have a Ashland question for you. So what's your favorite local food joint in Ashland? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I would go with probably classic A&W uh, root beer stand. All right, there. the root beer stand. <laughs> Something uh, swing in, great environment. Yes, uh, sir. Get you some root beer, a chili dog. Yeah. Doesn't be, you can't be there, really. Can't, you can't go wrong with A&W. Mm-hmm. I respect that. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Um, so if you guys don't know, uh, Fago 
Logan and I play a lot of Fortnite together. Um, so we're honestly together. I pretty yeah, decent like, amount of time. Not like, physically together, yeah. but yeah, yeah. we're we'll like play four times a lot of downtime. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question for you. I know Ashton has an esports team, which is kind of oh, funny. Oh, great. But um, do you think that competitive video games are a sport? What's your opinion on that? Um, I definitely, I don't, I can't consider it a sport. I just can't. Um, yeah. Growing up playing actual sports all yeah. my life, you know, <laughs> right. I can't consider it a true sport. I consider it a competition, definitely. And a great skill, like, and yeah. A fantastic skill where, I mean, people are, have this amazing talent. Right. I just can't really consider it a sport. I mean, right, yeah. Throw... I feel like sport has to have, like, some sort of athleticism involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's more of a technical skill, like, yeah, you have to practice it for yeah. hours and become yeah. amazing at it, but that doesn't make it a sport I mean, necessarily. Yeah, there's a lot of different uh, sports out or people who try to consider things sports like that out there. You can go from like checkers to. I yeah, mean, now here, here's one. There, yeah. We got people say it isn't because it doesn't require exercise and they compare it to like a singing or cooking competition. How like a lot of people watch that and you have to practice, but like neither of those yeah. are a sport. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, I mean, sure. And that, yeah, that's like not taking anything away from. Yeah, uh, people who, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right. So next, um, me personally, I have some like movies that like other people are like, that's a horrible movie, and I sit there and in my head I'm like, wow, I like that movie a lot. Like, <laughs> and then I'm uncomfortable. So, what's a movie that no one else seems to like that you secretly like? Okay. Um. Well, it might just be because. My type of humor and what right. uh, I think is funny. Um, hot Rod, I'm sure. You oh, yeah. I like Hot Rod. See, yeah. uh, I'm a big fan of it. But yeah. when I talk around other people, uh, maybe people that don't have the same personality right, as yeah. me, they're like, what's that movie? That's just stupid. It's stupid. That's yeah. really dumb. Uh, I don't I don't like that movie. But yeah, I, I really fair. enjoy the humor in it and stuff like that. I can probably quote the whole movie right now if you wanted me to. So, so that, that if we had to pick any movie, that's the one you could quote all of it. Uh, or if you could pick darn near i mean i've uh yeah i've probably watched that one about the most here so interesting <laughs> all right uh last question for me so we talked about our uh, dying hall last episode and i just have to bring it up because i've heard so many different things about it but tell us a little bit about ashland dining hall i heard it's one of the top what 20 in the nation for all colleges I mean, I think we got that award uh, probably 10 years ago, but we'll live it up to the day uh, they die. Um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a good dining hall. Like any dining hall, it's going to get kind of bland after a while. Um, I, I mean, I really do enjoy the food there. Uh, they make great meals. They don't really care about uh, like healthy options or yeah, anything yeah. that anything well, of that nature, like. like all these state schools, you know. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a great dining hall compared to these other schools. Right, yeah. About. All right, so you've probably had a lot of high moments on the football field and, you know, good moments, but what's your most embarrassing football moment? Most embarrassing football moment? Um, I mean, there's a couple out there. One that comes to my uh, comes to my head right away is that one game we had signalers signaling in place. Right, yeah. Um, the coach didn't tell me that I was supposed to be looking at a certain guy. I was looking at the wrong guy. So essentially, I was getting the wrong play for about a whole series. So it'd be like a deep pass, and I'd be run blocking, or I'd be running a route, and we'd be running the ball up the middle, um, just looking like an idiot out there. Yeah. <laughs> so coaches obviously weren't found of that, but um, that's obviously I 
was never notified that. Uh, All right. Like, Fago, what the hell are you it's doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what hell's that Fago kid doing? It's like he just ran a, a streak when we're running like a, a one yard like run. Like, what's this guy doing? Yeah, it happens. Fullback yeah. dive, Fago, Fago's in the end zone. He's open with his Look arms. Open. Hey, if I'm open though. Like, I didn't get fed the ball. No. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you for coming in. We've got uh, two more segments. We're going to do pickoffs. Uh, this week we've got pickoffs for tailgate foods because of Fago, the football player. But yeah. um, then we're going to answer some questions that are sent in from our listeners. Fago, do you want to start um, for pickoffs? What's your number one tailgate food you go to? Um, so hear me out on this one. Uh, pigs, oh. pigs in a blanket. Nice. Oh, all right. Yeah, I like pigs in a blanket. You can grab, uh, grab and go with them. Um, obviously, a fantastic choice here. Uh, I mean, you can't really go wrong with them. I feel like that's at a lot of yeah tailgates. That's like yeah. a common like oh. Not they're not only easily yeah. to make, but uh, they're good. You can eat a bunch of them real yeah. quick. So. Right, Solid. Yeah. Logan, what's your pick? Um, bratwurst. Really? So like. My thought process is there's so many different options with a brat. You know, like you get like a cheddar brat, like a jalapeno brat, like just any type of hot dog yeah. really. But brat specifically, I feel like that's my number one. Interesting. I Yeah, there's definitely like tailgates you go to and there's all kinds of different hot dogs, like yeah. variations or like maybe even sausages too. But that's a good pick. Uh, I guess I'm surprised that you guys left us off your number one, but I know this is somewhere on your list. Uh, I'm gonna go with buffalo chicken. Oh yeah, that's on, that was my next. That one. was on my yeah. list. Yeah, that was down there a little ways. But if you don't have buffalo chicken dip, I don't think it's considered a tailgate. Right, that's fair. I mean, I agree. Is it a party without buffalo chicken no, dip? Is no. answer. Can you call yourself a tailgater if you don't have it? I don't think so. Yeah, it's like sorry guys. Um, our friend forgot the buffalo chicken dip. We're gonna have to cancel. Everyone just go home. Yeah, honestly, the game's canceled too. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's my pick, Logan. Or sorry, Fago, what you got? Uh, yeah, going along, uh, buffalo chicken dip. Um, I'm going to go with Skyline dip. Yes. Uh, Cincinnati oh, favorite. Wow. All right. That. Cincy that's boys. Good. Isn't nice. that great? Yeah. yeah I mean, growing call. up in Cincinnati, every tailgate we'd be at, there's always buffalo chicken dip. Yep. And right next to it, Skyline dip. Skyline so. dip. That is I never had Skyline dip till I lived with, uh, you, Spear, uh, what was that, in two years ago? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's Life your changing. opinion? Yeah, it was, it was good. good. No, I really, I mean, I like Skyline though. So like, if you don't like Skyline, you're not going to like it. That's, but. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Uh, so my number two, I don't even know if you guys are going to know what this is, but ranch beans. Have you ever had ranch beans? I've never heard of it. No idea. So what like, are. I don't know. My mom makes them. Uh, it's like just a bunch of different beans combined in like some kind of like sauce. It's like kind of sweet, but like kind of barbecue sauce. I don't know. Hmm. You got to try it. You know, you're invited to the brewer tailgate next time we have one. <laughs> you can have them there. I don't know if they're like a local thing or what. Yeah, I, but that's weird. I've never heard of I've that. I've never heard of that. You I'm might down. call them something different. I don't know what else they'd be called, though. I'm down to try it. Yeah, Ashland, they're good. Ohio uh, specialty. Yeah. <laughs> Along with A&W Root Beer Store. Right. Yep, yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, my pick is soft pretzel bites. Ooh. Dip those in like a mm. cheese, like a beer cheese. Beer um, cheese, yeah. Those are really A little good. white queso, something Ooh, like that. Ooh, yes. Yeah. White queso is good. I like any like... Anything you can dip it in is good. Like right. If it's just plain, like, eh, you know, but if you have some good sauce, dip yeah, it in. Yeah, definitely. Even, like, uh, mustard or, like, um, like a spicy mustard. Spicy mustard yeah. is good, yeah. Uh, my last one is uh, grilled corn on the cob. Nice. Oh, all um, right. Obviously, uh, I guess it depends who you have working the grill or who brings the grill to the tailgate. Uh, 
Yeah, you never know. It gets a little suspect, but <laughs> if you get a good, a good, uh, good man on the grill, good then grill he can, master, uh, he can whip you up some nice grilled corn on the cob. All right, yeah, I respect that. I, I don't know. Ever since I had braces, like I just haven't eaten corn on the cob because I couldn't when I had braces. So like, it's just like I'm conditioned to not eat corn on the cob now. We eat corn like those like cut off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. So you don't hate corn? No, I still like corn. It's just like when right. I just don't want to eat it for yeah. whatever. I don't know. It's weird, but right. um, so. My number three are sliders. Like, yeah. Yeah. not really specific sliders. Well, I have one specifically in mind. It's like ham and cheese sliders that my mom makes. Ben is familiar with those. They're very good. Yeah, but uh, just sliders in general. Um, burger sliders, pulled pork sliders, buffalo chicken sliders, yeah. uh, anything. Good. Uh, my last pick, I'm going to go with cookies. Ooh. It's always the tray of cookies, isn't it? I mean, that's the same thing. I mean, you can have a tailgate without cookies. It's not the same as buffalo chicken dip in any way, but I feel like there's always some sort of dessert there. Yeah, and like a lot of times, like, yeah, dirty dessert or cookies. Mm-hmm. Grab a cookie right before you're about to run through the gate and yeah. get in the stadium. I mean, personally, I like brownies more, I think, but... Yeah, I like brownies co- more than Like, cookies are, like, typical tailgate foods, because, like, moms, like, you know, decorate one with the shape of a football. Or, yeah. Like, like you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean. Like, they'll have, the like, team's a... team's logo on it. Yeah, they love that, but cookies... Put everyone on the team's number on it. They yeah. have, like, a hundred cookies. Yeah. Team All right. specialty. Yeah. So, those are our pickoffs for this week. Um, we're going to answer some viewer-sent questions. We had a couple good ones this week. Vega, if you want to stay on and help us out, if you want. Yeah, I'm in. Um... So the first one is, what is one of the dumbest things one of you or your teammates has done either on or off the field? Wow. Uh, off the field, may not want to discuss uh, some of the dumb things that our teammates that true. have done. That um, below. On the field, I feel like something's popping in my head, but like I'm not, it's not like really... I can't think of like a, a specific one, but... Some typical things are, I don't know, throwing a ball in the field or, uh, yeah. you know, forgetting something. Uh, someone walked out one inning without their hat on and, like, almost started the whole inning. Yeah. Was like, I wasn't wow. here for it, but when uh, the infamous story of when Robbie Job struck out and then he put his bat over his head and like try to like try to snap push it, it on his helmet a metal and bat. then he he uh, popped his shoulder out of place. <laughs> Wow, shout out Robbie. Um, My boy Big Rob. All right, next question. Hey, guys, long-time listener here. Thanks for all the shout-outs. If you had to play King James 1v1, shirts and skins, no make it, take it, first to 100 by ones and twos, 11-0 skunk, of course, and call your own fouls, how many <laughs> points are you scoring? 11, and he's scoring none. Game over. I was going to say the same thing. There you go. I was going to say the complete opposite. I'm scoring zero. I, I think I can make one shot. Just one. Okay, is he playing like LeBron um, all defense caliber defense? Or is he. I mean, if it's first to 100, it's probably like. If it's for something, then he's probably going to be LeBron all over you, like caliber defense. But. If he's I, casually playing. I might be able to get a shot off at least. Yeah, I, if knows? he sags off me, like, I'm going to hit some shots. But if he's all. Like, I'm not getting past him, so. Yeah, all I'm saying is don't go for a layup. Don't drive in the lane. He'll probably swat Low key. Game over. I might just bang on him. Stop. You're not dunking on LeBron. 
We know what else you do with LeBron. That'd be a story for the kids. Yeah. True. All right, great question. Thank you. Um, There's a multiple series of questions here. There's three, so how about we pick one? All right, sounds good, yeah. Um, First one, if I punch myself in the face and it hurts, does that make me weak or strong? Second one, does a straw have one or two holes? And third one, what language do deaf people think in? And it says at the bottom, shout out ranch dressing. Which one do you guys want to answer? Okay, you're the guest. Am I picking here? Yeah. yeah. Um, let's go. Let's go. If, if you punch yourself in the face, does it hurt? It, or does okay. it make you weak or strong? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, myself. I don't know. I think I would go with strong. Yeah. Um, self-inflicting pain is kind of a weird subject. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I think strong. But um, so does a straw have one or two holes? This is something that people have asked me multiple times before. I think it has one hole, but it's like one continuous yes, hole. Mm-hmm. I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. Like it's it's now if there was like some barrier in the middle, then it would have two holes. Yeah. But it's just two openings to the same hole. Correct. It's just one. It's a tube. So it's got. Right. Like if it, before it was a tube, there was nothing. And then you drill one hole through the whole thing. Yeah. And it's one. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Same page on that. All right. Uh, what language do deaf people think in? Uh, I'm going to go with sign language. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. I, it's English. Like, I, I mean, unless you're from other places, like. Well, I don't know, though. Like. It's not like they. It depends if they were deaf from birth. From birth, birth yeah. Then they birth. never knew English, like. Um, then I think they just kind of have their own language. Yeah, the because unless they're processing everything, unless they have learned how to like, not speak. Yeah. But you know, like read people's lips and have learned English, like they wouldn't think in English. It would just be like, I don't know. They wouldn't think in a language. Yeah. They would just think in their own, like however they would process thoughts. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird to think about. That's such a weird thing. Yeah, I don't know. All right, well, that's our show. Um, Thank you, Fago, for coming in. Yes, thank you guys for having me. It was fun. Yeah, no problem. Um, Like I said earlier, if you guys want to send in questions to the podcast, uh, you can send it out to the number we have on Twitter or DM us, um, and we'll pick the best ones. Slide in our DMs. Yeah, slide up, uh, and we'll see you guys next week.